this morning the passage for our encouragement is taken from first Corinthians chapter three and we'll read from verse ten to fifteen. First Corinthians chapter three and we read from verse ten through to the fifteen verse. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw. Each one's work will become manifest, for the day will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. This is the word of God. And so the little title I've given to our encouragement this morning is Building on Christ, the only foundation. Building on Christ, the only foundation. We all know how Apostle Paul, what led Apostle Paul to give this exhortation because of the confusion and the division in the church while some were hailing Apollos and others were hailing Paul himself. But Paul came in and gave the people what needs to be done so far as the work of God is concerned. And here he refers that we all do everything by giving the focus to our Lord Jesus Christ. And he refers to him as the foundation. The foundation of every building is the lowest load-bearing part. And it is mainly below the ground. And so even as we sit here, there is a foundation to this building. And it is hardly seen. But it is this foundation also that shapes the structure that we see and admire. And so most seasoned civil engineers do not joke with their foundations. First, because of its significance and the cost involved. Those of us who have been involved in building one way or the other for ourselves or supervising for other people and decided to do it very well, we always know that the foundation is very costly. And so the foundation of every normal building is very critical. The Christian life or our Christian faith also compared to any normal building has a foundation. And that foundation, Paul tells us that it is Jesus Christ. 
And the interesting thing to also note is that in this life, any normal building we see has only one foundation. Any foundation that any building that has more than one foundation, then there's a there's a problem. And so as Christians, since we have this foundation, which is Christ, then it also means that any service rendered or work done need to be shaped by this foundation, which is Christ himself. And just as the integrity of any other building depends on the foundation, so the integrity of any Christian service also depends on our foundation who is Jesus Christ, or the principles that Christ has laid for us. And so, what, why do we say that Christ is the foundation? There are three reasons that I have found in the Bible, and that the first is about his teaching. Christ, Christ's teaching is what the church stands on to communicate. In John chapter 3, so 13 and verse 34 and 35, he says that we should love one another as he has loved us. And by doing so, the world will know that we are his disciples. We go to Matthew 22, 30, 27 to 40, and he also talks about the two commandments upon which the law and the prophets hangs. And his teaching in Matthew chapter 5, 5 6, and, and the entire teaching of Christ is basically what our Christian faith depends on. And all that the apostles did and what we are doing is just to try and explain them, try and understand, try to analyze, try to repackage that message and communicate to ourselves and to others. And so all that we've come to do here, I've not seen any of the lecturers telling us that there is something different other than what Christ has taught. But they challenge us to see the real meaning, the real understanding of the test so that we can go and communicate. And that is basically what the apostles also did. They went around carrying, explaining what Christ has done to people. And as a result of that, even the writings of the New Testament and others came up. And so for us, the teachings, the principle that Christ left us is what makes us his foundation, makes us the foundation for our Christian faith. His life also left us a model upon which we thrive as Christians. And so any life that is, left, is, is, is lived outside Christ, we always see that as deviation and we question that life. We examine ourselves in the life that Christ led in addition to his teaching. And so in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 29, he asks us to come and learn from him. His death, resurrection, and ascension also form part of why Christ is seen as a foundation. To our main test, Apostle Paul 
from the test gives us how and why we should then build on Christ as the only foundation. The first he gives us is that we need to know the foundation. And that knowing is not only about accepting him as your Lord and personal Savior. It is also about that daily relationship with him. It's about the obedience to him. There are many of us we have accepted. And indeed the scriptures tells us that there is now no condemnation for the one who has accepted Christ. But there is some other things that we need to do which we will give account of. And so knowing this Christ is something that does not take a day. It's something that we will not be able to do it in one day. And so daily the Christian and especially those of us who are being prepared to go and lead the people of God to know him better, we must first come to that point of experiencing him and knowing him well so that our own lives and our testimonies can tell others about who this God is. And that knowing him comes from the grace. And so Paul said that according to the grace of God given me, it is not about our own strength, as I said, by the grace of God, that which our own strength cannot do, but comes in and then lifts us up and places us in that position that we can have that good fellowship with him. I don't know if you have gotten to a point that you think you have arrived, and therefore you, need no, you, you do not know or you do not need to know Christ again. This morning I'm here to tell you that what you know about Christ is not sufficient and you need to seek to know him more. Hallelujah. The next thing that Paul challenges us or teaches us to do is that we also need to build on the foundation with what is required. In verse 12, he tells us that in the, in the verse 12 we read, it says that if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, with silver, with precious stones, with wood, with hay and straw. And so as Christians, as leaders, as pastors, there is the need for us to know the kind of material that we need to build on this foundation. And I believe that, that all the materials we need has been given to us. And the significance of it is the word of God. The word of God is that precious mineral, that gold, that precious stone that God has given to us to use in building. And that is why we subject ourselves to training to understand this word so we can use it to build on that foundation. And so it is not surprising that we are told in the Bible that when a merchant has gone to find that precious that, uh, pearl of value, he sold everything and then he bought that. Can we also make the time to study God's word? understand it, 
and look at how best we can daily apply this word. Do you really know the material that you are using and building on this foundation? How would you feel if you have laid a foundation to, to, to use six-inch block, block to build on it? You hand it over to someone, you are here for your training, you go back, and that person has used four-inch hollow block to build on it. How would you feel? Think about that. And then, how would Christ also feel if he has given you or he has laid the foundation for us to build on it and has given us what it takes and he comes and we have deviated from that? How would Christ feel about that? And why do we deviate from this, from this foundation but well, a few I have heard from among us in our discussion, it appears that competition is one of the main things that is causing this deviation, that is making it difficult for ministers to build on this. I don't know the one you are competing with. But then it also means that the motives with which we do God's work need to be re-examined. I don't know the motive with which you are doing God's, God's work. That is content with our roles in the church and our ministries is also one of the reasons why we sometimes deviate. Sometimes it's ignorance. And being here, I think that will be helped out. And there are times also that we want to get quick rich. We want, to, we want to get rich very quick. And as a result of that, we move away from what God wants us to do. Sometimes it's about the fame. I did this and I did that. But in doing so, the question we need to ask ourselves is that are we building on the foundation that Christ has laid for us. And Paul tells us that the, why, the reason why we need to build on that foundation is that a day is coming where we will give accounts and reward will be presented. And we find that in verse 13 through to 15. Will your work receive approval of the owner of the building, the chief engineer, our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who has laid the foundation with his life, with his teachings. At this moment, I want you to just take a few seconds and reflect and check that even as that day has not come, the work you have done so far will it pass the test. The day has not come, but the work you have done so far, is it a work done with, with good? 
Is it a work done with precious stones? Is it a work done with wood? Is it a work done with some grass? Is it a work that can stand that test of fire? Shall we bow our heads? Reflecting on this word, I want you to talk to the Lord yourself this morning. How well are you building on this foundation that Christ has laid for us? Whatever you are doing well, ask him to give you the grace to do it well. And where you have the challenge, ask for his grace. He loves us. He loves you. Shall we bring our prayer to an end? So, Father, we thank you. We are grateful that you have listened to us this morning. And we also thank you for teaching us. Our prayer is that you give us the grace that will continue to build on you and you alone, so your name will forever be honored and glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. We take MHB 578, the first and the third stanzas. A charge to keep I have a God to glorify. I to keep my heart,